Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Tonight we're getting into your deepest, darkest, and most revealing sex and relationship questions. Wow, you guys have been sending in some good ones lately, and tonight we're going to tackle them. So thanks for listening, and also some crazy sex in the news. Anderson, you're going to love this. So everyone, check out the show and enjoy. But first, everyone, you know that um, I have a new obsession, and this is my Vesper by Crave necklace, which is a vibrator. It's a beautiful necklace. You just have to check it out. Go to lovecrave.com. I've never gotten so many compliments on anything before they even know that it's a vibrator. They're like, that's a really pretty necklace. It looks like a little pen, but it's a discreet, powerful vibe. You've seen it, Anderson. And uh, I love it. I have to say that they are... I mean, really, like, I can't... I give them to, like, my friends or I tell them where to go buy it, and it's the most popular piece of jewelry I've ever had. And I feel like if you ever have to buy anyone a gift or buy yourself a gift just because you deserve it, because you're awesome, it is jewelry plus orgasms. It's kind of a no-brainer. Um, and it charges USB. It's really cool. And it stays really shiny. It's really shiny and pretty, and I wear it every single day. polishing it. I'm not polishing it. You mean with my you-know-what? Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, that's how it works. Right? I can't talk about that on the show. Um, so anyway, check it out. Go to lovecrave.com. They've won a bunch of awards. It's just the coolest thing that you need to buy yourself or someone you love. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. Sex with Emily podcast. We do two. We do two a week. We do eight a month. That is a lot of freaking podcasts. You can check them all out on iTunes. Some people aren't huge fans of iTunes. You can download the podcast one app, the Stitcher app, anything. Listen to it on your smartphone. So easy. I feel like we need. I'm here with Anderson. I do feel like we need to do like a public service announcement so people understand podcasts. It's still sometimes people listening. You guys know, but they don't realize how easy it is. That'd be a weird PSA. Like, it's a do really you short one. Want to hear uncensored filth on demand? Listen to your local PSA. No, but I mean, like, people are like, how do I do it? I'm like, it's on so podcasting. easy. People don't realize how easy it is. Yeah, anyway. it's weird. It is strange how few people actually, yeah. still to this day, I think cereal helped That's it what a, I'm lot, saying. a lot it did, more It people. did help. People are like, oh, cereal. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But That's like, especially do. the oldies, they're like, wait, wait, I got to use it, uh, listen on my phone yeah. and make it downloadable And then I have to pay for the, the Wi-Fi's? Right, the whole thing. That? Right, it's weird. But it's not weird. And you can subscribe on iTunes and then you get it in your inbox in your iTunes every day. Or what else was the other, like, droid? What do they use for? Droid. Uh, Stitcher. Stitcher is the best one. I love Stitcher. I used to record there before I knew you. Um, so do that and check it out in our website. Also sign up for, you know, our newsletter. I give good newsletter. Got to say, I do it. And um, I'm here with Anderson. It's great to see you again. It's been a little while. It's been a minute. It's been, been hurting. Yeah. Miss you. You were off. I doing... was off in Israel. Yeah, off out, I out of the I didn't die. No, it was great. It was great with my family. It was very um, cathartic and spiritual and intense because I was in a bus with my family for eight days. Did you wear a shawl? On no, your head? No? no, no. You didn't no, wear anything on your, your no. head? 
like a, like scarf? a hat? No. It wasn't. It's not it like, just seems like everybody, every time I see pictures or video or anything of like the Middle East or well, Israel. Well, because they're like fighting in Muslim. Well, they're also like fighting the sun, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that hot yet. I mean, it was hot, but not hot. I went to the Dead Sea. It was my niece had a me. It was fun because like, I'm not very religious, but I did experience Says the lady who wears a dildo around her neck. That's funny. You know, the Jews are all into sex. It's <laughs> funny. We, we, we don't have any issues like Catholicism or anything else where they're, you know, in the afterlife, you're going to be punished in some way. Like, right. There's like no that? heaven or hell, really, right? No, just, nothing. Yeah. We're like, we, we're, we're just have Live a good time. Let's have lineage. a good time while we're here. Let's have a good time while we're here. But it is funny because if you look at a lot of the sex experts, sex educators, a lot of them are Jewish, which is interesting. And so it was also interesting being with my family because, you know, it's often a mirror unto yourself. And often the things in our parents that kind of tweak us are things that we kind of see in ourselves sometimes, too. Do you realize that? Nature, nurture. Yeah, for sure. But I also noticed that I am like a Martian when it comes to my family. I mean, they all live in the Midwest. They haven't moved. You know, they're they're sophisticated. They're a sophisticated people, but yet I met my your brother. Life... Yeah, he's like a top level executive oh, yeah. lawyer. Today. Hardcore. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, uh, you need a faster paced lifestyle. I think, right. Em. And I march the beat of my own drama. But like, I try people. to educate my nieces. You know, because we actually have a family member, close family member, who is um, transgendered, who's become going from a, a, a female cousin to a, a male cousin, and so it's been really confusing to them. And so we were talking about. It just made me think about this because I I said to them, and then I found. I said to them that transgender people are, it's become this whole like explosion now. Like no one was really understanding it or talking about it now. And now like in media and like Orange is the New Black. And it's kind of like the thing that, um, whatever, like how gay, like I didn't know a lot of gay people when I, they didn't come out when I was in high school or in college. But now I think the tra- it's a new movement. It's becoming it's like a more common thing. It's becoming more common. And I was trying to explain to her that it's not, because they're so confused by it. But the thing about transgender people, people think like, oh, because we're talking about Bruce Jenner, of course. That's how they learned about it, because they love the Kardashians. And it's not that Bruce, like they're like, well, I think it's because, you know, he's been around women so long. People who are transgender, they actually like know at a young age, like a lot of your gay people like know at four, fourth grade, fifth grade, you know, when they're young so they just but they think they have to live in this body so anyway it was a very lot of interesting time they become lesbians which is very odd and strange and you mean another, a man changes level, to a woman whole another level to try and understand too yeah you know exactly I mean? there's a lot to understand like they, a lot of them they love women so much they want to be a woman and they feel like they are a woman you know what this is just they feel like they are there's that, a very you might find this interesting there's a really interesting documentary from a few years ago called whole W-H-O-L-E. Okay. And it's all about people who, they're not transgender, but they feel like they shouldn't have an arm. Like, they're like, they they just know, almost like in a past life, they didn't have an arm. Oh. And like, their appendage really bothers them. And then they go ahead, and a lot of these people in the documentary whole, W-H-O-L-E, right. they actually have their arm removed. Did you talk about it in your podcast? What, uh, a, a while long ago? time ago, yeah. Wow. But it made me think of it, because it's kind of the same thing as transgender. Yeah, because like you, you always feel know- like there's something wrong. Something's yeah, not right your with whole your body. Life. You're like, I know that I'm a girl or I know that I'm a boy because it's not about sexual attraction. It really is about identity. So I think it was, I was trying to educate them. My brother just like rolling his eyes at me. But then I found this great article in Huffington Post that said the same thing, that there's an explosion right now and I felt more justified. So next week, I'm going to Vegas for the podcast awards. And I'm hosting- I think Drew's going to be there. Oh, yeah? I think Dr. Drew's going to be like the MC. I'm I'm the MC? Uh, No, I'm the host. He's going to be fighting over the mics. Um, With Chris Jericho. Oh, he's a good guy. I like him. I don't. He's a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. That's he's all I know. He's a lot of things. He's a podcaster. Yeah, he's, he's a podcaster, wrestler. Loveline. Good guy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's gonna be fun. He's cute, but he's married. Uh, but whatever. It'll be fun. We're doing it together and giving away awards. 
So hopefully, doing you know, together. good times. We're uh-huh. doing it. We're doing uh, uh, uh. Real quick, did your did your cousin change their name too? Yeah, that the whole thing. Is... And they're, they're confused because she's like, you know, twenty. He's like twenty four. That's they're... a little young to be doing that. I think. Well, a little young. I don't know. They changed, but didn't get the pe- didn't get a penis put out or anything like that yet. Like mm-hmm. hasn't done the full surgery, but taking hormones. And they're just like, ah, oh, they roll their eyes, and I want to educate them that it's you know. Something... Changing the name is almost as big a deal, though. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's a it's a. And huge for the parents to be like, I, or how parents do it to their kids? I mean, the whole thing is confusing kids but the Wachowski brothers uh who made the matrix one of them transgender really yeah just recently uh three four years ago so now they're not the Wachowski brothers they're the Wachowski siblings right yeah interesting right it's That's becoming a more prevalent right, it is and it's and the whole thing about Bruce Jenner too is that I think it's like it's what they've said is that he knew when he was younger but he was like okay well what can I do to counter this because of course no one's going to accept it I'm going to become an Olympic athlete because that's the most masculine thing that you could do that would actually track and field uh, ah, you're yeah. right but still he went for it and then he marries like an alpha woman and the whole thing okay we've got some great sex in the news today too so I would just like to get into that Anderson I love the sex it's in the news hilarious well you're going to love it because there's some good ones Ohio woman stabs boyfriend in groin for eating all her salsa. Of course, this happened in Ohio. And I say, of course, because the Midwest is not known for their salsa or Mexican food. So Phyllis Jefferson's temper may be as hot as her salsa. Police in Akron, Ohio, said Jefferson, 50, allegedly stabbed her boyfriend in the groin with a pen Sunday evening after he ate all the salsa in their their house. Cleveland.com reports. Jefferson's boyfriend, Ronnie D. Booker, told police that he and the accused were arguing about the salsa consumption when she allegedly stabbed him with a pen. The suspect then walked over to the TV and threatened to knock it on the floor, according to Ohio.com. Ohio.com and Cleveland.com. It sounds very busy. When Booker grabbed the TV, Jefferson allegedly walked to the kitchen to grab a knife and use it to cut him in the stomach. Jefferson fled the scene while Buckner called 911. Responding officers found him on the floor clutching his stomach. He was taken to a nearby hospital, treated for injuries that were believed to be non-life-threatening. So Jefferson was arrested a short time when police pulled her over on the highway. She allegedly admitted to stabbing Buckner and said she did it because she wanted to leave. Uh, Jefferson was charged with felonious assaults, and she's booked in jail. Okay, so here's the deal. I, like I said, I understand this. There, I moved to California. I had never had good salsa from Michigan. I never seen an avocado. I could understand her being aggressive about her salsa. This is not about the salsa. Okay, fine. She was already going to leave anyway. Maybe she found out it was made in New York City. I don't know what, but she said it was an excuse. But I would just think that you know what? It was the salsa that broke the camel's back. Sorry, my, my drum's a little rusty. I'm funny. No, but really, I mean, so that's what it is. But but I really, when I first read it, I was like, oh, she really is pissed off. But you know when you have snacks? Does this ever happen? Does this happen when you get married? No, no, no. I'm you don't get bummed person. if your wife eats your yeah. Pop-Tarts or yeah. whatever it is they eat. Do what you want, honey. Have what you want. Oh, you're, you're a good yeah. husband, I think. Oh, well, there's a store down the street, you know? Yeah, but you say go get it? I Are you always... like, whoever killed it, refilled it? No, no, no. I, I did that with my siblings, but not my wife. No. Oh, that's sweet. Okay. Um... Anderson, this is important. Actually. How drunk were these salsa eating fucks? That's what I want to know too. They probably were drunk, but um, it's like salsa's code for something. It can't. Really I don't be even about the salsa. know. They must have been a little messed up. Remember that uh, that old ad for for salsa, and they'd find out that it was made in New York City, and then they say get a rope because they wanted to kill the person. No, because you got to eat salsa that's only from Texas. Right. Like, Right. right. No, I understand. I don't. I, I. I think that there was probably other issues. I would think so. Um. Okay. Ejaculating on your colleague's food is not a sex crime in Minnesota. What? I remember moving there. 
Exactly. Let's be clear. Leaving any body fluid in your colleague's food will get you in trouble, into trouble in Minnesota, and it's ill-advised. But at this point, it is unclear what charge you'll be convicted of. To that end, a man was just cleared of sex charges after admitting that he ejaculated into his coworker's coffee and on her desk at work. Don't know why he admitted there was it. No, was there any reason to why he did this? A judge found that John Lynn's creepy behavior didn't qualify as criminal sexual conduct, even though the victim drank the tainted coffee. Minnesota law doesn't cover indirect body fluid, bodily fluid contact. In other words, Lynn's uh, non-dairy creamer doesn't qualify as criminal sexual conduct because he didn't ejaculate directly onto his victim. Wait a minute. That's dairy, right? It's going straight. No. I would think it'd be considered dairy. No. According to the district court judge, whatever, Patrick, the charge in part defines sexual conduct as the intentional touching with seminal fluid. Luckily, there's a good chance the law is about to change. Can you imagine this? These lawmakers are going back to change it because it's one case. Minnesota, uh, whatever bill, some congressman proposed it would make adulteration by bodily fluid a misdemeanor. Um, if a person ingested the adulterated substance, forced felony, blah, blah, blah. Uh, clearly, in Lynn's case, prosecutors thought criminal sex or conduct was the most appropriate charge. The defendant confessed, so the facts weren't in question. But the judge had to ask, if, okay, why the hell did this person admit it? What? So what are you advocating? Line? I hope somebody in Minnesota runs, like some politician runs, and that's their stump. Like, that's what they're stumping for. They're like, Ara, and I promise if I'm elected to office... Uh, you come on your friend's call, uh, uh, coffee, you I mean, will be arrested. Right, exactly. I mean, we don't condone doing anything to your colleague's food, and you shouldn't. It's not cool. You'll be arrested, fired a room. But hey, until the bill is passed, Lynn's convicted, it's all gray area. I can't believe the fun. You can have one's going to be coming. First of all, people are going to read this and be like, I'm going to go ejaculate in my boss's yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah. They got they got a little while before the bill passes. But right? like, this is so weird. I'm like, I thought being roofied was kind of annoying and scary. Now I got to worry about you ejaculating in my coffee. What about if you take a bunch of roofies and then your semen becomes like tainted with the roofies and then it's the double? You know what I mean? Like what if the man do? takes a bunch of roofies and then it gets in the semen. Because there's, there's girls, and I've heard about them, that uh, swallow their boyfriends come and they're meth, ad- meth heads, their boyfriends are, oh. and they get high. Oh, from on the, the semen. I blame the Swedes with all this. The Swedes with the semen? With the with which the, part? With the weird sex laws. Because if you remember, one of the first um, sex in the news stories you did was about that Sweden guy, Swedish guy, who was beating off in public, but yeah, he wasn't making eye contact, so right. it was okay. I know. Remember what that? the hell? And Minnesota's filled with Swedes. And I know. You're right. Maybe it's a Swedish thing. I don't know. But I, I decided that I was going to get a coffee maker in the office because we haven't gotten that yet. Now I'm just going to get a curry because... But you had nothing but girls working for you. You're fine. You're right. But they might do something else. Maybe they just pee in my coffee. I'm all anxious now about my coffee. I'm just going to get curry because you know curry you got to stand there and watch it because you're like, when is it? When's it coming? When's it coming? It takes a full 30 seconds. It's I, I can't wait. It's brutal. Uh, okay, so jealous woman plasters cheating boyfriend's car with sanitary pads. Okay, so this woman from China, she was not going to let her boyfriend get away with cheating, so she got revenge on him by sticking sanitary pads on his car. Do you know what sanitary pads are? Of course I know what sanitary pads are. First of all, who the hell has seen the sanitary pads since like 1982? Are they used? Well, no, that's the thing. They're not even used. So it looks like there's cotton ball. Like, it's stupid. Like, put a dirty tampon on his car if she's going to do anything. But she made a huge mistake because the woman believed her boyfriend was cheating when he went to a friend's house, didn't return later. Instead of asking questions, she jumped to conclusion, assumed he was committing adultery, and plotted a way to humiliate him. 
But like he's gonna come out and be like, "Oh, there's sanitary napkins up here." Eh, maybe so, it's a cultural thing. Maybe yeah, that is a you're huge right. Insult. Maybe sanitary napkins are much more offensive in China. So she bought thirty sanitary napkins. Think about all the people like who don't have sanitary napkins around Aren't the world. They just pads, though. Yeah, they're pads. That's another word for pads. Yeah, they could right? rip off the glue. Yeah, they're pads. There's some religions where you're not allowed to, you know, put. Yeah, stick inside in there. of you. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, totally. She then took a photo of her act of sabotage and posted it online with the caption, "That's right, I did it." But as it turns out, Tan was the one who had apologized. Her boyfriend says he wasn't cheating. He'd been out all night planning a surprise party for his girlfriend. It's like a bad sitcom. I know. I asked her what happened, and she flew into a rage. She sounds a little insecure, unstable. And this is when I always say love is blind. Dude, pay attention to this. She freaked out and did tampon pad, whatever pads, and you didn't even do anything wrong. So and it was a rental car. Plus, now she's bleeding all over the place because she has no pads. Left. I know. And how is that humiliating? And, and the weird thing is in San Francisco, like, everyone decorates their car when it was pads. But whatever. It's trying a different place. Wait, San Francisco people, that would just like look like oh a my fashion God. statement? People, yeah. People have stuff all over their cars. Like, they have figurines, adult figurines. San Francisco, you just spend... You've been there, but like when you just hang out and you live in the neighborhoods, like I, like Castro, people have cars. Yeah, yeah lived in the, near the Castro. People will spend hours, like every single like figurine is of a action figure is glued to their car. There's sparkles or there's paint. It's just crazy. There was an insane guy out here in L.A. for years and years, and he had like his resumes and his headshots all over his car. He even had like a giant like uh, paper mache bust of his head on top of his car. So and it was all like he was trying to get acting work. Did he get it? I don't think so. I think he died. He died in an accident because someone could see. That's hilarious, though. It's actually really smart. Hiring for business. Okay, so I have even more sex in the news because these were just so freaking good. I wish you could do a whole show with sex in the news. We could. You should, like once a week, just do a whole sex in the news show. But here's my issue. And I want to hear from you people. You people that I love. Peeps. My listeners, my peeps. So I've been thinking since it's my 10th year, you know, like we did a survey on our site, which I think is still there, but. We got a lot of like 900 responses and it was really helpful. But I, I just think like, what do you guys love about the show? What don't you like? What would you like to hear more of? And I think sex news is really fun. But then for a while I thought, you know, people want to get more sex tips and stuff. So this is just more entertaining. And there are some stuff we can pull from here. Like, you know, if you get mad at your boyfriend, you know, maybe hold off on the, you know, pads. But it's entertaining. It is. So I do this and then I get into emails and, you know, but a whole show of. Sex the News, Anderson? Perhaps. You got some deep, dark secrets coming up, too, though, right? From your listeners. Yeah. Like, I got some really good emails this yeah. week. Yeah. Feedback at Sex with Emily. So, this one I thought that Mike Catherwood would actually like this Who job. Who is that? I'm not familiar. He's from Loveline. Oh. Uh, so, Loveline is the show that- Always oh, uh, that swarthy gentleman? Yes, who's exactly. Who's always saying filthy things? Yeah. If you guys don't know that I do co-host, guest co-host Loveline every Thursday night- uh, and it's here. Anderson's on it too. And the question, the thing is, when does the podcast post from the Thursday show? I have no idea. What, you, what are you talking about? Love line. Oh, love line. People uh, want to hear it when I'm on. Yeah, like the following Sunday or Monday. Okay, so check it out. Love line. So we were both nominated for best podcast at the podcast awards. Yeah, the ones that Emily's usually on the ones that are dated on the love line homepage uh, as Sunday release. Okay, got it. So usually on Thursday night. So check that out. And Mike Catherwood is the co-host of Love Line with Dr. Drew. And I read this job and I thought mm, I could see him doing this or someone. I don't know. Listen, this ready? is a job posting. This is a job posting. Brothel tester is a real job where you get paid to have sex and rate cat houses. But he might not like sleeping with prostitutes. But I just thought anywhere where you get to go sleep with people and then like talk about it. That's like a secret shopper, but you're a John? Yeah, exactly. Looking for a new line of work? Want to have sex with prostitutes and get paid to do it? Wait, what part of the world is this? Then we Germany. 
Then we have the job for you, brothel tester. A brothel company in Germany is looking to pay people to use their services so they can monitor the quality of the work going on at their cat houses. Kind of like being a quality control manager, only, you know, you get to have lots of sex. I'm a guy, so this sounds really appealing, but I I just thought it through and it sounds awful. Yeah, why? Because how bad would I feel if I'm having sex with somebody for money, as far as they know, and then I'm giving them a bad score? I know, I would it's bad. So... Hopefully they wouldn't know you were the guy. Because you're doing the most intimate like thing you can snark. do with another person, and then you're turning around and but... talking badly about them, and they, they could lose their job, which is already like one of the worst jobs in the world, being a whore. Right, exactly. Uh, but here's the thing that's so interesting, is that I think that one person's rocking night of sex with someone is another person's buzzkill. It's called chemistry, yeah. It's chemistry. And so... I don't know. Like, how do you, first of all, how do you interview this job? I've had a lot of sex and it's there. How do you, how do you test that someone's actually good at testing sex? Maybe it's a customer service type stuff too. Like, mean? like the, the girls are supposed to like say oh, certain like things like that she and wash make your you penis. Right, exactly. If you're, if you're acting uptight, she... they're supposed to loosen you up. And right. That kind it's not of... about the actual act, but it's more about like all the accoutrements around it. So this is the ad listing. See if you qualify. Coughbitch.com is a social network for sex workers, clients, brothels, and companies in an erotic environment with a young team, about 25 people. Coughbitch? It's K-A-U-F, Mish, M-I-C-H. Oh, Like Michigan. Coughbitch, okay. With a young team, about 25 people, and a flat hierarchy, working conditions are very pleasant, (laughs) probably have lunch every day or something, and marked by the life of a startup. Coughbitch.com. Dot com is part of an international group of companies with more than 120 employees in Germany, China, and Spain, offering realistic development, whatever. Okay, so sounds pretty straightforward. Here's the tasks. Test brothels after service, cleanliness, and compliance with safe sex practices. You will, you will enjoy sex with various women and then create a score, which is then published on their website. Also visit... Their website, cough, listen to this, cough Mitch, events such as bukkake parties and gangbangs, which will be then be evaluated according to their quality. I think maybe this is just like they're, they're compiling a list of people to watch. No, they're like they want, this is real. Like they own all these brothels. It's probably Monopoly. And uh, it's a unique job opportunity. So what are they looking for? They'd like a university degree in business, preferably the hotel industry because it is about service, fluent in German, and had experience in brothels before. So uh, they're only taking applications later in the month. This is real. Uh, I don't know what to say about this. First of all, I don't know how you judge sex. But I guess if it's about cleanliness and all that, whatever. But chemistries, like right? You don't like it? Well, it's like it's it's be like hiring people to go to restaurants and post on Yelp. It's like you could already have your user base do this. That's yeah. all they're doing is they're going to post it on their sites, they said, right? On yeah, these but it sounds sites. like there's serious you know, Germans when they get into stuff that like we need to AV test to make Latin sure that all of our women are going. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Bukaki parties, gangbangs, party resume. Tell your parents. They'll be really proud of you. <laughs> okay, so now uh, we can get into some emails. You need know. to bring that up on Loveline. What? That That job. Okay. That's a great story. Do you think Mike would do it? No, I'm kidding. He's not really into prostitutes, but I just thought it'd be funny that there is a job like that. I will bring it up on Loveline, but sometimes it's hard to like get a word in. It really is. Mike is very competitive with you. With me or with everyone? Everyone. He doesn't like, he wants, to, he, he would like, like the whole like, show. He's probably psyched on that. He doesn't like callers. He doesn't like guests. He wants the whole show to be him talking. Well, he gets, yeah, I know. Yeah. We love him. Okay, so. Thank you, everybody, 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 for emailing me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. And don't forget to include your name and where you're listening from and your age, if you can, and how you listen in your email. Easy. Just things like that. And also, so I've been doing this for 10 years, and one of the things that's always like, ugh, we haven't quite 
got down is that a lot of times you send me emails and we do, in fact, read your email on the show, but we might not always remember. To, we might not always have the time to notify you and let you know. So just keep listening to the show. We're getting some new interns on board, too, that that's going to be their job of letting you know. Because people email me sometimes. I'm like, yeah, we answered it. Hey, you know what? If you're, if you're it stresses a, me out. If a you're listener li- of the program, you'll hear. It. You'll hear it. Yeah. Just keep listening to the goddamn show. You'll hear it. Okay. So here we go. Mixed feelings on relationship future. Dear Emily, I love the show. I'm 27 and a recent transplant to San Diego from the great state of Minnesota. Hooray to Midwest upbringings. I wonder if she has common or coffee. Uh, what? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Minnesota will never be the same. I love uh, living in Southern California. I've already found a lover man to explore the city with. We've been dating for five months and everything seems awesome. We have so much fun together and the sex is amazing. I actually get turned on just thinking about him. I know this is my hormones talking, but I am so into him. Side note, thanks for your recommendation of the Mio. We love it. That's a Zeju cock ring that I'm obsessed with. Uh, what? Dick ring. Cock Penis ring. I hate cock ring. So I hate cock. Harsh. I know, Especially and I usually don't swear. Dainty, lovely Emily. Penis ring. It's um, it's my favorite thing because it's a penis ring. He loves the vibrations. Plus, you just put on your clit and it feels like again. I'm like it's jeju.com. Click on the banner on my website. Anyway, everything sounds gravy, right? Well, kind of. If I didn't have feelings, uh. Ah, what'd she say? Ah, to feelings. He is 36. He's been pretty clear with me about never, ever wanting to have kids or get married. I've always pictured myself doing both things at some point in my life. My question is, how I let go of my urges to think about the future and just live in the moment? I enjoy my time with him so much, but should I be dating other people as well? I'm trying not to get too emotionally involved with him, but honestly, it's too late Emily, help me love like a man and a, help me love like a man a little more. I know you do this well. She's been a listener for a long time. I need help. Thank you in advance, Amy. Okay, Amy, here's the deal. Um, I'm not going to tell you. I didn't try set out to try to love like a man. Here's the thing. Before you start trying to figure out is, is he the one to love like you're not playing any games here. But there are certain things when people say they make a list they decide what their deal breakers are and what their requirements are for relationships. So, you know, some people make a hundred point lists. Some people just know, I absolutely want kids. I want to live in the country. Uh, you know, all this stuff. If marriage and children are definitely in your plans, you need to date with that in mind because that might be something that you regret. Now, if this guy, it's been five months, you're 27 years old, you just moved. So he's probably, you know, it's that, you know, when you move to a new city, like when I moved to San Francisco, I felt like I was on vacation for a year from Michigan. I was like, that's so fun. So, and you're young. And I just think that, who knows? I mean, he's, he's, how old is she? She said she's 26, he's 36. It's new. Have fun. Hang out with him. If you can do that. I can't teach you how to emotionally detach sex, which I'm really good at. I just kind of a natural skill that I picked up. Not that I don't have emotionally attached sex, but, so I can't teach you that. But um, you have time. It doesn't mean you should throw yourself into a relationship with someone whose ideal future doesn't align with yours. But it's fine to have fun and live in the moment, but you also need to know that this may affect the way your future plays out because you're already emotionally invested in him, which means you have a decision to make. Do you want to stay in the fun, presently fulfilling relationship that isn't going to take you where you want to be? Or do you want to start pursuing the life you've always pictured? Because when we date people that are just kind of filling space or we go back with our ex... The truth is, whatever time you spend with them, three hours a week, 
every night, you're not allowing new people into your life. You're not going to meet anyone new because you're caught up on him. Even if you're not with him, your brain's thinking that, you know, you're giving out this vibe that you're taking. So I think it is a good idea to probably step back and date other people. It's only been five months. I don't know why people rush into monogamy after five months. I don't think you have to. Just use protection. And so once you meet up your mind and what you want, you'll have a better idea of how to proceed. So just step back and be honest with them. And honestly, I think when you are honest with him and you say, listen, kids for me is a priority. And so I think we should take this slower. Might be interesting what he does. What do you think? Yeah, there's a good chance that he'll... He's 36. So if if you are a possibility of being the one... When you're, when you're dating people and you're a guy, you always lead with, hey, by the way, I'm not trying to get serious. No, very few guys go, hey, I really hope this turns into like a family and kids. Right. We always play it off. We always play because we want to play the field. But... If you, because you're 27 and it must be really hard for women because if you want a family and you want kids, I mean, time is of the essence. Right, exactly. You gotta start getting going. And I wouldn't even say, like, break up with them. I would say, I, you know, I, a family is really important to me. I don't want to, you know, close myself off from that possibility. So I do want to start seeing other people because right. I feel like uh, that might not be a uh, possibility with just you. And I bet you. There's a good chance that he's going to start rethinking things. Exactly. In his head. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm saying don't break up with him, but just be honest with it. That's exactly what I said. Did I say break up? No, I said talk to him, and then he's probably going to come around and be like, wait. But at 36, do you think that you know if you want kids? Like I was that? late. It took me a long time. And uh, did you think you did? I was like up? 37 by the time I finally said. I, I think I proposed by the time I finally. But, and you decided. know that your wife wanted kids. Well, no. She. I mean, people change. I mean, they she do said change. that she never wanted to be in a relationship. She said she never wanted to be married, never kids. And now we're married and trying to have kids. So people change. Dude, would you just get pregnant already? Not you, but her. It's hard. It'd be so fun. You're always finishing the mouth. It's tough. I'm kidding. What? I mean, never, I never do that with the wife. I'm kidding. You never finish God, the mouth? God, if she ever hears this show, I'm She doesn't busted. listen, but I should send it to her. No, you should not. I love your wife, but can't we all hang out and be friends? Okay, so um, when I come back, we're going to talk about some condom concerns, condom troubles people have gotten into. It happens with condoms. And I'm going to teach you how not to. But first, a word from the amazing Emily and Tony candles <laughs> that I made. Gosh, I hate to like toot my own horn, but they kind of rock. Um, I have explained them to you what they are. They look like regular candles. They're beautiful. They You can leave them out on display. You can light them. And they, they're aromatherapy. They're relaxing. They're beautiful. Like I said, they're from France. Beautiful region in France. That makes quality. Candles. Quality. They're quality. They're high quality. However, Anderson, yep. you light them and they turn into the most luxurious massage oil. Should you choose? You can also just light them and not do a massage, but then you could pour it on your partner. It's warm, luxurious, sensual, and you'll start having rocking sex from this because slippery is so much better during sex. And it's not hot. You're not going to burn their skin or anything like that. And I created these candles so you can have the best sex of your life. So go to Emily and Tony anytime. Use code sex with Emily for 20% off your first order, but now until April 12th, you get 30% off all Emily and Tony products with code March30. That's March30. 30% off. It's not bad. Signif. Okay. <laughs> Signif. <laughs> I'm just, I still might have a little jet lag, so I'm just, you know, cutting word. I don't want to waste all my energy here. Um, so making abbreviations really helps. Right. That, that can't really drange a lot of people when people say can't. What can't? Significant. Significant. I can't. If you said that part, yeah, I could see how it would really take take the wind I'm out of your I'm trying to like, move stuff along. Now she's trying to open a, a bottle of water, which... It's dripping all over me. Seems like it's a mighty big task. It's got like greens in it. 
What is that? It's what like, do you drink? It's um. Looks like you just went down milk. to the pond. It's almond milk with this green powder in it that's like vegetable-y powder and then uh-huh. chia seeds and almond milk. And, Who yeah. sold you on that? It's my nutritionist. It's like it, gives me stuff that I need, flax oil. You ever talk to Drew about that? Make sure it's good. You're not being sold. A... No, it's fine. You know, you know who's... Uh, no, it's actually not his. Forget it. But no, it's good. It's good. I This stuff is... I love this stuff. It gives me energy. It makes me feel like okay. I'm being healthy. Good, good, good. Better than Carl's Jr. Okay. Condom Troubles. Hey, Emily. I'm Benjamin from Mexico, 23. Love your show and your Kegel Camp app. It's great. He's at level seven. Are you the one who was passing around videos of women lifting weights with their vaginas? No, we were talking about it. Whose mic was probably passing around? What? Okay. It came up on Loveline. Because they're Kegel exercises? Yeah. We had some fitness guru in here last night, Tate. And he was like, Emily sent me. I didn't know if it was you. You were the Emily. But it was all about kegels and these women are actually lifting massive amounts of weights with their vaginas oh my god that's crazy yeah. do people know what your kegel exercise they're kegels and they think they're only for men but you re- women but you realize they're for men too i've heard things so it's those pee you know those pee stopping muscles so when you stop and start the flow of urine like if someone's knocking on the door and you're like oh gotta stop you just tense and relax those muscles five minutes a day what why would you stop? Because someone knocks on the door. I'm going to continue. I'm just to pee. trying to think to explain yeah. to you when you're going to stop. When would the you only stop time your you pee? Would, is if a cop's coming up. I'm drunk in an alley. Oh right, you get legal tickets for that. I always pee outside. Okay, so anyway, what? I I like just you sweating. always pee outside. I'm a camper. I'm like I can just. Do you pee. do the thing where you lean against the uh, tree and then pull your yeah your belly up? I like to kind of risk it. Like in know. Israel, my nieces. That's why they think I'm a Martian. You're peeing outside in Israel. Is that illegal? Just once or twice, I had like, to. Were you peeing on the wall at the West Bank? No, I didn't pee on the Western by the wall. No, I didn't do that anywhere. I was like in the wilderness. I was on the border of Syria. I heard bombs go right, right. Sounds super safe. It was really safe. My nieces were freaked out. I'm like, whatever, dudes. It's just civil just war. It's just people dying. It's fine. Cool. ISIS, whatever. Okay, so um, I love your show. Okay, so my, first of all, my app, and I just want to tell you about this, is that men, so he's at level seven. When I first launched this app, and I just relaunched it, so you should all download it, Kegel Camp. I only had 10 levels. I thought, who's going to even get to 10 levels? Well, then, soon after, people were like, give me 20. So we totally improved the app. We redid it. You can set. So the, the thing about it is that men, they have stronger orgasms, ejaculatory control. Women, you do them. You lift weights with them now, your barbells. Um, but it also helps you with your orgasms and just enjoy sex better. And urinary incontinence after you have children. Sometimes things get a little looser. The point is, this app has the 20 levels. My voice walks you through it. You get a reminder every day. It's like, hey, like time for cuddle camp, whatever, try it. But my friend who did it, who's a dude, he got to level 20. He and his girlfriend were competing. And he said when he got there, his ejaculate shot across the room like he was 19. You don't want to hear about other ejaculate? He's just looking in the sky. I'm okay, cool. anyway. So what happened with the condom? How's this tying to the condom? I don't know. I was just excited about my app because it just took us forever to update it again. Okay. I've just been, I'm just like, sorry guys, talking about myself. I thought maybe someone's uh, girl's kegels no, actually ripped someone's condom app, off. No, he likes my app, we're going back to condoms. Sorry. I, I thought I, it's, the I'm a little off track. Rip the condom People, off People, you're used to it. I've been, okay, listen. It's just been a few months since I started my sex are life. You, uh, wait, wait. Are you big on the kegels? Like, could you capture someone's penis if, like... Like, let's say you and I had sex. I'm going to ring this bell here with my vagina. Yeah? <laughs> if you, if you, that was pretty impressive. If you and I were to have sex and I'm uh-huh. like, all right, I'm done. I want to get up. Could you, like, hold me could there? Could I clamp your penis yeah, could you so you couldn't me? move? Yeah. I've never tried. Oh, you should try that and get back to us. I will. I'll definitely work on that. I'm practicing. 
Um, okay, so it's been a few months since I started my sex life, and here's my situation. When my girlfriend and I are having sex, the condom breaks, specifically when we're doing dogging position, doggy position. It's happened twice. I know I must be doing something wrong. Because in these times, condoms are high quality. Uh, thanks for your thanks to you and your coworkers. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, first of all, congrats on wearing a condom in the first place. You're clearly ahead of the game. Do you know people don't wear condoms? I was out with friends outside. She's like, nah, don't don't ever wear them. I mean, people always say this, and you guys just don't realize you're gonna either gonna get someone pregnant or you're gonna get an STD. What have you got to lose? The condom's breaking. Usually, if a condom's breaking, it's for one of a few reasons. Number one. Wrong size. So if the condom's too big or too small, it can move around or be stretched too tight, which may cause it to tear. So you might be one of these guys who has to upgrade to a larger condom. I love the skin, S-K-Y-N, large condoms. Or you might want to downgrade to just one of the regular condoms for a snugger fit. Also, there might not be enough lubrication. So if there's friction, like you should try to get a condom with lubricant in it. Or all you do is you put a little lube in the tip, right? You pour it in the tip. Have you done that? Yeah. What do you, you how do you expect? You just drip it in the tip and then you pull it. And then you pull it down and then right. it's already in there. Yeah. Goes, and then you, when you use your hand, it kind of goes over the whole exactly. thing. So you want to make sure because friction will cause even the strongest condom to break. So use a lubricant to discrete the fric- friction and increase the pleasure. Which is exactly why you don't want to do what a lot of people do and that's double up because for sure both will break then. Do oh my not God, do not double, double up. up. That's like that's like double protection means double like uh, double uh, 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 it's not going to work. You could also be using the wrong lubricant. If you're using latex condoms, make sure you're using a water-based lube because silicone lube, which is the more silicone lube, which is slipperier, lasts longer, but it breaks down latex. So people don't realize that. Latex condoms are the most common, but again, I'm obsessed with skin condoms, S-K-Y-N. They're polyisoprene, not latex, and they are they are thin but strong, and they you could use whatever lube. It doesn't break them down. Here's another thing. Storage issues. Are you keeping them somewhere that's hot? He lives in Mexico. Or can be exposed to heat like your glove compartment or your back pocket. It damages them. So just these are all the things. He lives in Mexico? Yeah. Or New Mexico? Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Hola. Hola. Do you speak Spanish? Pepe. Uh, No. I meant to. So those are the deals. Condom stuff is really important, people. And also these um, lifestyles makes these condoms too. They're not just the skin line, but... They have like boxes that you can buy that are like, like variety box where you get like fun bumps and you get like different flavored lube or you get the warming. You could try a bunch of different ones and see what you like. No, it's always something new every time. Yeah, might Remember? be the same partner. Back but in the day, new things. New things. That's how we want. Back in the day, it was like one condom. Like, how do you know what condoms to buy? I just like whatever I could steal. To be honest, I was very embarrassed. How could you steal if they used to have to unlock them? No, no, I'm I'm old. They were out. I used yeah. to pickpocket, not pickpocket, I used to shoplift all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Everything that they wouldn't let me buy, I felt, well, then I have a right to steal it. If you're did, not going to let me buy those cigarettes. Did you ever get caught? Yeah, yeah. It all came crashing in one night. Yeah, it was bad. But yeah, I used to steal condoms, no-dos, cigarettes, booze. All those pertinent things that you needed. But um, they, because of kids like me, now they lock all that shit up. Right. I mean, there used to be, like, at my local liquor store, like, we could actually walk into, like, the where they stored the liquor. My friends and I would just go in there, close the door behind us, and we just sit in there and get drunk, like at the in the store. They're in not the store. there wasn't like the the cameras everywhere. No, it was in the thing. storage area, so it was dark. We had to use our lighter to see what we were drinking. Where did you grow up again? Uh, like out here, LA area. LA people, Los are Angeles. Yeah, I got it. I, you know, did we steal? We didn't steal. I once stole the chocolate bunny. 
Easter's coming off. Happy Easter. Because you're Jewish. I know. And I was like, I never got the chocolate bunnies and I love chocolate bunnies, but then they found I tucked down my pants. They're a rip anyways because they're always hollow. You think you're getting this big chocolate bunny. They're the bad chocolate. chocolate. And it's like really bad chocolate. They're like, here's a really big, really bad chocolate bunny. It's just a goddamn mold. Do you do any. Right. Why has it got to be doggy style? Going back to this guy. Talk, well, also, can't there's it just a lot. be animal style? Because all animals have sex doggy style. I know. You know. That's just how it got. You know, he's talking about the back. I, you know what? I don't know. Why does that bother you? I don't really like the doggy style. You don't like the don't, position or the you don't like the name? The position's fine. I think the position's actually how we're intended to have sex. I think yeah. missionary is, uh, I like it, but I don't think that that's the way that we're supposed. I think that we're supposed to have sex like the rest of the animals do. Which one feels best to you? I don't talk about this kind of. I'm a married this is so man. So fucking boring. Okay, I'm a, I'm so a married man. So I think that a lot of guys, that's their go-to ejaculate that they know. And is it because of the way it feels, or because you're looking at the ass? I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking, from what your friends have told I, you. I think that a lot of guys. I, I always relate everything to movies, but like, there's a scene in American Psycho where he's having sex doggy style and he's watching himself in the mirror. I think that it's like an animalistic. Thing. Yeah, guys and love it makes watching. Guys the... feel like they're really dominating. Like, <clears throat> And I think a lot of guys don't like to look at the girl's face, you know, during. Why? Because it's so intimate? It's too intimate for a lot of guys, I think. I just think that they just want to forget who they're having sex with so they can imagine someone else. Just kidding. Not that it's I think that, that, is, that is the case some with of it some can people, be. yeah. Yeah. There's this great movie called I This Boy's Life. I wish you could Life. read a man's brain. This yeah. Boy's Life is uh, Tobias Wolf's uh, life story and uh, the, the author. And it starred Robert De Niro and Ellen Barkin. And like they're, you know, he's courting her, courting her. And then they finally get married. Robert De Niro plays this horrible, horrible son of a bitch. And then their first night of marriage, they're having sex and he flips her over. And she goes, no, I don't like it that way. He's like, no, only from behind. And he just bangs her from behind. It's a very animalistic male yeah, I, thing. It is a male thing. I totally but I, get I know it. how a lot of women really like it, too. Women nothing, like it, but the pro- it. there's nothing wrong with liking it. I, I think that a lot of women, you know, I wasn't say historically, but still feel like it's degrading. Really? Those yeah. women are uptight. Well, you guys there's are a little women, uptight. Dude, there's women who don't like anything different sexually. I mean, there's someone who's rich. I don't remember if it's on this show or one of these groups that we get this email all the time that, like, I've tried to talk to my girlfriend about. I want to watch her masturbate. I think that was in my last show. Like, I'd like to watch her play with herself. I'd like to watch her undress. I'd like to watch her in the nude. The lights are dark. So there's, you know, a lot I of I remember I tried to get my high school girlfriend to do that, like play with herself. And <laughs> we weren't together very long after this. And her exact <laughs> words <laughs> were, no, I'm not going to dike out with myself. I'm like, ooh. Dike out? Yeah, like she, she was so anti-lesbian that she felt like she was being a lesbian if she touched her own vagina. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm telling you, mutual masturbation is so underrated. Do people understand that part of the enigma of sex is when you're with a new partner and you're trying to figure out their body? So a great shortcut when you start dating is being like, oh, babe, I want to watch you like touch yourself. That's so hot. So then you get to see how does she touch herself? Does she play with her clit? Is it fast, slow, circles? You learn because every vagina is different. And then watch him, how he does it. He has his balls. Mutual masturbation. Chances it's a good are he'll go up and down a lot. Yeah, but like, but but guys, all, i got to tell you something, Anderson. Because I've had some experience with a, like a few penises in my life. They're all, a couple. They're, it's a little different. A little bit different. And there's little things they do where I'm like, oh, you put your thumb over the tip. Or whatever. seen more penises? You or the average gay man in San Francisco? Dude, I'm insulted. Me. <laughs> the average gay man. Okay. Hey, Emily, I'm six foot one and I'm seeing a really cute girl named Lily. She is tiny, literally up to my elbows, which means I have a problem. My penis when erect is 7.1 inches long and 6.0 inches around. Show me this. Measuring tape. Yeah. Will I hurt her 
Like, are our bodies not compatible? I really like her, but a voice inside my head is telling me she's too little. Thanks, Flynn. Flynn? No, you're fine. Oh, he's he's, his name is Flynn? His name's Flynn. That's like a, that's like a Red Bull can. Adam. What? Yeah, no, it's big. But, but here's the thing. A little girl does not mean she necessarily has a little vagina. That's one thing. And... Women's bodies can take a lot. They have full-on babies coming out of it. So what I would say is that um, I love that lately I've been getting emails with exact penis measurements. I I really appreciate that because it really puts it in context here. Um, Should totally be included emails. So like I said earlier, I want your name, your age, where you're from, and your penis size. (laughs) Just kidding. You don't agree with that. Okay. Contrary to what many of us learned in the schoolyard, genital size is not related to height or, you know, their men's shoe size. Same feet, with hands. the vagina. What? Feet, hands. Hand. You always hear that. No. You know, big true. feet. I wish it were true. Big shoes. I went off on that before. Doesn't work. Um, lucky you, you are tall and also well endowed, but that does not mean that she that a shorter guy could not be packing some serious, you know. This is the dumbest feet. reason not to try and sleep with a girl. I know. Am I saying, all I'm saying is your new girlfriend's petite size does not automatically rule her out of sex partner. So let's talk about vaginas because I feel like. A lot of guys are confused by this. Vaginas are naturally elastic. They're meant to expand, and then they return to their original state. Also, a lot of vaginas, they expand during arousal. So this is an evolutionary thing. Vaginas are meant to facilitate reproduction, so they need to accommodate penis of all sizes. And it's true that some women are born with shorter vaginal canals than others, but this is something you'll find out the first time you're with, you're with her, and you can't judge a vagina size by its cover. Plus, you can put throw on a couple C rings and uh, like grommets and make it uh, so it seems like so you'll stop. Stop you it exactly her, yeah. like a stopper. That's totally true. If you like her and things progress and you want to have sex, take take it slow. I mean, first of all, when you start having sex with anyone, you should always take it slow. My top advice to men: go five times slower than you think, and make sure that you are performing a lot of foreplay. I mean, a lot of foreplay because women, we say the vagina, it engorges, it swells, it gets lubricated when she's turned on. So lots of foreplay, give her a massage, you can use a massage candle, get her relaxed and use lube. I cannot emphasize enough how important lube is in this situation because we don't want her to have any tearing if there is a problem. And I just think if you go slow and you pay attention to her reaction, you're going to be just fine. So uh, go slowly, don't hurt her, and I think it's a, I think it's a great question. Five times slower than you think, huh? That's what I always say. Guys have a hard Three. time with that. I know, but because why is you, that? It's because you're, I know, especially the first time, and I can speak from experience. It's like you're kind of in disbelief. Like, wow, she's she's a lot. It's she's giving me an opening here. I know. I'm gonna really. It's all go. But okay, before she changes her mind, and then, like you know, you're trying to. That's what I think. I think guys are so used to being shut down that they just are like, oh my God, I've got the green light, my pants, my dick's hard. You gotta hard, get into the pants. harbor before they close it down. They have to what? You gotta get into the harbor before they, they shut exactly. it off. Exactly. And then women are like, ah, ah, we need to be turned on because when guys just try to oh, shove it in and go so fast. What if so we hard. came up with like a new standard sexual rule? Like it was just the new rule where you we'll don't have the constitution sex. Or something? The, the girl has to, for the first time, she always has to take grab of the unit and she's the one who puts it in. Like, that should just be like a rule. Like a known thing. Everyone should know it. What do you mean she grabs it? She puts the she, condom on? Like, if, if you're going to have sex for the first time with somebody, it's completely up to the woman. No no yes, no no. You know, no, all this yes means no. Oh, have her decide? She actually takes it and she guides it in. So she t- puts it in at her own pace. She decides that it's going in. And so it's men all, don't get men like. Men don't. For the first time. It should just be like a code. 
this means I'm down kind of thing. But women like men to take charge. Yeah, they get that the second, third, and the hundredth time. But like the first time, like nothing's going on. They can do it together. Do it together. Unless she's guiding it. Can't in. they both hold it and guide it in? No, because then he's going to start jamming it harder. You don't know what I mean? jam it harder. You can't Slow knock. it down. Em, you don't understand. Why? I, I know, you I don't. Knock. I wish I had a penis for a day. What could I do? Like I want to, like. It is an itch that you can't. But what if what happened? Does sex feel good when you go slow? Yeah, yeah it's fine. It's fine. But I'm not married. Great. I don't talk about it. This is so fucking boring. Sex is fine whether it's 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 hard and pounding like you don't like, or it's slow and sensual. I, mean, I, I like it's... hard and pounding. No, here's the thing. Don't get me wrong. I like hard and pounding. I like a variety. Variety is the spice of sex and life. It doesn't rhyme. It's the spice of life. Variety is the thing that you all crave. The reason why your relationship might be getting a little dull, a little boring after a while. It's biology. It happens. You're doing the same thing over and over again. And the more you can mix it up, the better it will be. So if you slow it down, you know, just like try that. Like don't always do the same position. Buy my book. Oh, my God. I don't even mean to be plugging all my stuff because you guys all the get freaking annoyed. The book for what you're talking about I right now. Talk it, it, I talk about it. I see your face and I can tell that you're like, oh, no, I don't want to plug something. <laughs> but it just works. I mean, so you're helping your listeners by letting – because I think I told you uh, probably like over a year ago that I have – your book, and you gave it to me, and it's a great book. It's a beautiful book, and it has all sorts of pictures, and every single page is a different sex position. And that's what we would do: is like we'd be like, "All right, what are we gonna do?" We right. open the book, whatever picture you land on, that's what we're gonna try tonight. Yeah, it's exactly. Great. It's a great book. It's called Hot Sex. I mean, I think I think it's a beautiful book, and you'll like it. It's picture, a lot of pictures. I mean, there's words too, but you should open it up. It's called Hot Sex. Over two hundred things you could try tonight, and if you want to buy it, buy it from my website because then you click on the Amazon thing. It's all cool. Um, a few things I need to say is that we need interns. What? And More? email us, feedback at sexwithemily.com. We have social media, marketing, production internships, uh, video editing, audio, um, all that stuff. It's really fun. Our office is in Hollywood. And But if you'd like to write for us remotely, we're looking for some seasoned sex and relationship writers. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Cover letter, resume. Love it. Love you. Do that. Also, um, Review us on iTunes. If you like the show, check it out. Give us a review. And also you can, um, I think you should all follow me on Twitter and Facebook because we do good Facebooks and tweets. We give away a lot of stuff at our Facebook page. It's like blowing up. People love it. It's entertaining. How many likes do you have? Like 250,000. How many likes? You have 250,000 likes on Facebook? Yeah, that's totally. A, that's, that is a lot. Oh my God. It might be more like today. And I have like 100,000 on Twitter. Oh my God. At Instagram, I want to grow. So will you all go like my Instagram page. And I know Put I Put your boob on there. It'll at Sex with Emily. No, they up. take down your boob. Don't you know the whole free the nipple movement? No. Instagram takes down your boob. They take down nipples. Even a suggestion of a nipple, but whatever. There needs what? to be an Insta ma'am, and they allow boobs. You just make a new app called Insta ma'am. It's true. Like Mamma Grant. I get it. Like Mamps. Yeah. Should we ring the Mamps. joke bell again? Okay, <laughs> so um, here's the thing. Also, one more thing. Remember the Sexual Health Expo? I did Sexual Health Expo in Los Angeles. I am now doing it in Phoenix, Arizona. So join me April 25th, 26th for a weekend of sexual wellness, education, and fun. And here's the thing. I'm giving away free tickets. Email me, feedback at sexwithelmy.com. Why do you want to go? And we'll send you a two-for-one promo code. It was friggin' mind-blowing here. 2,000 people. We have amazing sex educators teaching like all day long, all the latest and greatest toys. I want to see you there. And that's what I want. And Anderson, so tell me about you. I have to admit that I 
there was no Wi-Fi in the plane and I actually caught up on movies and I thought about you because I used to love movies and I saw three movies and I and What'd I want to know I saw because Anderson has a podcast, The Film Vault. We do The Film Vault every week. And every it's a week. service because we see a lot of movies and people kind of get to know our tastes. We have different tastes. And you get to figure out like what's worth seeing, what you should avoid. Which is a smart service for the world. It's and it, we, it's entertaining. It's a little you know harsh sometimes. I'm a little bit mean to my co-host. But right? we have a great time you doing it. You guys are it. hilarious. We've been doing, we're coming up on our five-year anniversary and we were doing it for like years before that even. So like in a different form. But five years okay. of podcasting. Well, uh, I um I was thinking about you because I have really gotten away from anything else movies. but sex. Yes. So I watched Wild. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yes. I liked it. Did you? You didn't like it. It was okay. It I was liked all right. it because I didn't like seeing her poop. Oh, why they it was a gratuitous. I didn't need to see the poop. Didn't use the poop. Yeah. But But it's a true story of her walking through the uh, Pacific Trail. Yeah. For throughout was it three thousand miles, three months? Something insane. And yeah. I did that. I mean, I didn't do that, but I went backpacking cathartic in a cathartic way. When I was 25 to Southeast Asia by myself, my dad died when I was young, and I and it was very like I was just spiritual trying to, thing. It was a spiritual thing, yeah. so I got it. I related, and I just like thought you it was beautiful. You and nature, just you. I who love are you? What are you camp, doing? Believe yeah. it or not, peoples, but I love having everything. Emily blows our minds every now and again. She'll come out. You're like, like what? Like she, you went to like that that Buddhist yeah, sanctuary that's where, where I did you a ten day for meditation. Like nine years or right, I liked right? it, and then yes, it was amazing. And then I also saw, um, oh, Whiplash. Oh, you loved it, loved and whiplash. I remembered back to you telling me about it like months ago. I'm like, yeah, like I'm gonna see. Yeah, I saw Whiplash like three times in the theater. Now. It was so good, but it was so disturbing. It's, so it's what, intense. It's but what's intense. new out right now? Right now, I'm obsessed movie, now with seeing movies again. I keep saying obsessed. A movie I'm like that I absolutely love. And this is a movie I shouldn't love. It doesn't make sense that I love it, but I love it. And it's Tell called me. Danny Collins, starring Al Pacino. Al Pacino's playing this like old, uh, aged rock star who is like kind of like a Barry Manilow type guy. Right. And okay. He's like he used to be huge. He's still really big. He, he's, he's, you know, money's not an issue. But it's based on a real, actual event that actually happened to this folk singer, where he got this, this actual folk singer in real life. Okay. Got this letter from John Lennon, like almost forty years after John Lennon wrote him the letter. John Lennon heard him in an, or read an interview with this folk singer. Okay. And the folk singer was worried that he might, uh, fame and fortune might ruin his career and his inspiration and his artistry. And John Lennon said, you know, I'm going to write this kid and let him know that that's not the case. And the guy never got the letter. Till almost never... before, because he sent it to like the record executive who was in charge of the guy. So the record executive sold it. And it was like, you know, a collector had it for years. The collector finally gave it to this guy. And he's like, oh, my God, my life could have been so much different. Had had John Lennon's phone number on there. So they based the entire uh, movie around that actual piece of reality. True story. That's amazing. And and then you know the Al Pacino character, he decides to make amends and he changes his whole life. And it's very uh, sweet. It's schmaltzy, but it's R-rated. And and that Benning is in it, and she's fantastic. Oh, Al Pacino she's and that Benning are fantastic. And it just it really got me. And this is a movie I shouldn't like. I could have seen it on why would why, why shouldn't you like it? Because it's just I'm edgy and I'm hard, you know. And I uh, you know I like uh, independent cinema. This is a big it's a big Hollywood movie, right? But uh, it's, it's by well. the guy Crazy Stupid Love, the guy that wrote Crazy Stupid Love, wrote that and I wrote like this that. one and What's directed this one. What's his name? Because I actually feel like I grew up with Fogelman. Him. Okay, got it. But uh, Danny Collins, I, I love it. It's in theaters right now. I could see it being a little sleeper surprise hit, or people are just going to write it off. I think it's a really hard movie. What's a good to indie market. film now? I'm starting to ask you back. I'm sort of like decided, like changing a new leaf. I, I turning turning over. You turn it over a new leaf. Yeah. Uh, if you have HBO and HBO Go, uh, the uh, the Going Clear. Everyone's talking about that. The Scientology documentary. Oh, it's I'm d- phenomenal. Can I, can I see it? Yeah, if you have HBO. Uh, 
My mom does. Can I borrow hers? Yeah, you can, you can steal it. They're actually fine with you stealing HBO yeah, Go. That's awesome. I that's love what it. I've heard. I really, I've heard it was amazing. Because I'm like, they don't let you film it, right? That They don't. They got a, a tons of inside footage. And you, and you know, I'm, I was on the Scientologist side. I talked all about this on the film vault. Okay. Length, but okay, I, can't I was on their listen. side for the first 30 minutes. Because I feel like they're an easy target. I'm yeah. sick of everyone you know, going after Scientology. And be, most people don't know shit about Scientology. Right. But they're going after it. And then after about 30 minutes, like, I'm like, uh, ah, they're doing that? But, Is but Tom Cruise in it? They never, they never try and bang. Which usually those kinds of or- organizations, they always think you know, sex is always at the center of it. So, so no one bangs there. They, there's no alleg- tons of allegations, but no allegations of uh, unwanted sexual contact. Oh, so that's you good. know, that's good for a cult. Good for you guys. I appreciate Psychologists, that. Way to not rape each other. <laughs> we feel good about that. Okay, Anderson, thank you. Yes, thank, thank you for you. being with me. I love seeing you, and um, thank you, Madison, for preparing the show, and Madison. thank you to Kimber Madison. Thank you to everyone for listening, and uh, yeah. Uh, follow me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram because it helps me help the show when I give you good information. So check it out. And thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, everybody. We talked a little bit about penises, but did we talk about the flashlight yet? No, we did not. It is the number one sex toy for men. I think it's the only sex toy for men that's ever registered on my playing field. That every guy talks about because you actually, it's like, it's a massage, it's a male masturbation sleeve. Comes in a container that looks like a flashlight, but it's a flashlight. And it's actually, the the material was patented by NASA. Like, it's this really cool material that looks and feels like the real deal. Maybe there's a porn star you like. She might have had her vagina molded. I don't know. It's up to you. There's also the stamina training unit. Helps you practice lasting longer in bed and becoming a better lover. And... What I've heard from guys with penises, which I do not have, is that they have some of the most mind-blowing orgasms of their life. It's like, you know, sex in a can, but better. That doesn't sound as fun. But check it out. Go to Fleshlight.com. Use code EMILY. And guess what? Free bottle fresh flesh lube. Lube, fleshlights, it's all a party. Check it out. Thanks for listening.